Te Taumata is a whare tūtaua school and is preparing for the first ever full contact taiaha tournament. No padded weapons, no armour, just like their tīpuna used to do it. It's not for the faint-hearted. Koroti is pushing the class hard. The Kayako nods his head. Normally emotionless, he affords himself a half grin in recognition that his class today was more than on point. The Taiaha cut the air. The ihi, wehi and wana have raised the hairs on the back of his neck. Not an easy task for a veteran who's experienced it all. One of his tauira, Kohine, has been singled out for praise for her skill with the Taiaha. Perfection. Tauana. After class, she heads off home with an extra skip in her step. It's a 10-minute walk down a pathway that cuts through the forest. She's carrying her taiaha in a black carry bag when she hears a muffled voice. Hello. Unsure where the sound has come from, she looks to the bushes on either side of her. Who's there? Over here. Show yourself. No, I'm right here. Don't mess with me. I have a deadly weapon and I know how to use it. Kohine unzips the bag and pulls her taiaha out. She lives in a rough neighbourhood and has been jumped before. The taiaha inhales deeply. <sighs> oh, thank the gods. Ooh, that was a bit stuffy and deadly. Ooh, I'm flattered. No one's called me that before. Uh, Kohine realises that the voice is no longer muffled. She freezes and clicks where the voice is emanating from. She does that thing we all do, when we know something's there and you don't want to look at it, but you look at it anyway. Kohine's eyes veer down slowly at her taiaha until her gaze is upon the upoko. The face of the taiaha suddenly comes alive. Hey, what's up? Kohine drops the taiaha like a hot potato. Ooh, 20 press-ups. Kohine is trying to get a grip that her taiaha is alive and is talking to her. What did you say? You dropped me. So drop and give me 20. You know the rules. Now. Kohine instinctively drops and starts doing press-ups, but stops after the first few and makes a T signal with her hands. Whoa, 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 time out. What am I doing? What are you doing? Well, I'm lying awkwardly on the ground because you dropped me. And as a consequence, you're doing press-ups because a stick told you to. Hang on. Shouldn't you be speaking Māori? Why? I'm not a Māori, I'm a Rāko. Can you speak Rāko? No. Exactly. I don't expect you to speak Rāko and you shouldn't expect me to speak Māori. Fair enough. Kohine asks the obvious. 
How were you created? Well, uh, I don't know if you're old enough to hear this, but one day a cute little bee and a tui cross paths and voila, pollination. What? No. How are you talking? How are you listening? I've been talking to you for ages. And today, for some reason, you can finally hear me. Gohine stops, takes a deep breath, and thinks back to her Koroti's words. Koroti always said that if you were in sync with your rako, that it would talk to you. I thought it was just a metaphor. Well, metaphorically speaking, your metaphor is now speaking. Man, this is epic. Like Planet of the Apes when Caesar says, No! Ooh, that was quick. Yeah, I've gone from deadly to a monkey in less than five minutes. Sheesh. You know what I mean. Yes, monkeys swing through trees. I'm a tree. I, I, I get it. No, I'm sorry. Uh, I mean, I'm shocked. This is awesome. So, what do I do now? Can anyone else hear you? Well, if they focus and listen with all their heart, then yes. So, probably not. I'm alive because you brought me to life. Think of it this way. What are the two major signs of life? Movement? Yeah. And what else? Breathing? You got it. Yeah. At its most simplistic, yeah. When you cut down a tree, you take its life. But each time you move me through the air, you bring me to life. The swish movement that you hear when you swing me about is me speaking. This is a more advanced version of that. You bet your nono it's more advanced. My nono? I have a upoko, a tinana. I'm not sure if I... Oh, no, wait. I do. The row. It's at the butt end. Another thing. You're a weapon. Shouldn't you sound more warrior-like? Like Tumatawinga? You sound more like one of my wisecracking uncles. Firstly, I was a tree minding my own business. You turned me into a weapon. And as for my voice, were you expecting something a little more cliché? Like this. The Tayaha's voice changes to a godlike voice that makes the ground tremble. Were you expecting my voice to sound more like this? Actually, that was pretty good. Hey, by the way, do you have a name? Yes, it's Taiaha. But just call me Tai. You could call me Aha, but that sounds a little surprising. Okay, Tai. Now what? Tai? Tai? Hey, stop kidding around. She stares at the Taiaha, waiting for it to speak again. But nothing. For some reason, it stopped talking. She holds it up to her ear. Nothing. Kohine is beginning to think that she's losing it. She packs the Taiaha back into its carry case and heads home. The next Taiaha class is intense. The class has been training for over an hour. It's Kohine's favourite part of the class. Fafai. Alright, we have exactly one week until you face Ngātoa Takitini. Ngātoa Takatini are a bunch of bullies taught by the biggest bully of them all, Fakahi. 
a whanaunga of Korotsi. I've heard Ngātoa have been picking fights. Aye, they have, Korotsi. They were... Kāti! Wai hoti a mo te umu poka poka atu! Mārama! Aye. Kohine! Kōrua ko te ua! Te ua is Kohine's rival. Kohine can beat everyone in the class, the boys included. Everyone except Te Ua, that is. They are both equally impressive at all aspects of Mauraku. Perfect form and execution. But Fafai is the one place that Te Ua always comes out on top. Kohine has never been able to hit Te Ua. Not once. Karite! They both approach each other with caution. The focus is intense. Teua strikes. Kohine blocks both strikes and counters. Teua blocks her counter strike easily. Teua unleashes a flurry of strikes. The final strike hits her leg. Yeah, that's how it's done. Kohine says nothing. Kohine strikes first, angry with herself for losing the point. Teua blocks and counters, hitting Kohine on the shoulder. Teua gives a cheeky smile, knowing that he's getting the better of her. Kohine focuses with all her might. He's weak on his left side. Kohine jumps out of her skin. She looks around to see if anyone else has registered her taiaha talking to her. No one has, but everyone is wondering why she almost leapt out of her skin. Teua pauses. Are you okay? <laughs> Stunned by my presence, I see. How about I just use one hand? Give you a chance. Teua takes his left hand off his rako. Come on, Kohine. Let's get that arrogant little prick. Do as I say. Okay? Upoko, upoko, kaki, waiwai maui, tukwa. Kohine does exactly as the Tayaha says. Hey! 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 Ha! Kohine hits Teua on the leg. Everyone is shocked, especially Teua. He shakes it off. Ooh, you're lucky I'm feeling generous today. Let's see you try that again. Teua unleashes a combo. With Tayaha's guidance, Kohine manages to block every strike. Kohine whips Teua's legs out from under him, sending him to the ground. She brings the arero to his face. The Faretu Toa falls silent. Teua is stunned, sensing that there's more to it than just being outplayed. I told you I'd get you ugly. Teua looks at the Tayaha and scrambles backwards in fear. Oh. 
I'm ugly. You are indeed. Uh-oh. Kohine knows that Tewa can hear the Taiaha too. Kiatau! Hongi! Ka pai korua. As Teua and Kohine Hongi, Teua squeezes Kohine's hand hard. Oi, what just happened? We had a fight and you lost? You know what I'm talking about? I have no idea what you're talking about. Kohine shakes her hand free of Teua's, grabs her bag, places her taiaha inside and heads out the door. She runs down the track and through the forest. Teua follows her. Halfway down the track, Teua calls out. Hey, hey, Kohine, wait up. The fire can't coming up, not a marathon. Kohine slows down. What do you want, Teua? I just want to know how. How what? How, um, you, you know, how your tire talking. I mean, why, why can't I hear my, my... Teua ah! ah! drops his taiaha. Um, what is the point of all your guys' practice if you can't hold on to a simple taiaha? Hey, ah, tai! The taiaha have a conversation between themselves as Teua, wide-eyed in shock, and Kohine listen and watch. Hang on a minute, so... Your Thai. Uh huh. And your name is. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, he can only say the word Taiaha or any part of it, but hey, iti te kupu nui te korero nera, hey? Ha ha ha. Uh huh. Well, you're not what I expected. More like our smart Alec uncles, right? Yeah, exactly. Teua is staring at both Taiaha intently. Okay, you're creeping me out now. Just uh, cut to the chase. What's the question? I, I can see it burning a hole through that little cranium of yours. Why are you here? Tai and Aha pause before answering. If you focus with all your heart, you can hear us. But we can also sense danger. We show up when the danger is extreme. Kohine looks at Teua. Today's Fafai? You? Dangerous? <laughs> I doubt it. Ah, I doubt it too. Yeah. Uh, no, it's something else. Just then, Aroha and Rongo walk out in front of Kohine and Teua, blocking their path. They turn behind to see another four blocking their retreat. They are from the other Faretu Taua. Ngātoa Takatini, and they're all carrying their long weapons. Some pau whenua, but mostly taiaha. Kohine and Teua pull their taiaha out from their bags. Well, well, well. Two for the price of one. We weren't expecting your boyfriend. Us? No, we are not together. We don't even like each other. Oh, oh, yo, what is this? It's called, uh... Good old fashioned kakahu hai hai, an ambush from the bushes. Whoa, oh, did you think of that all by yourself? Whoa. We both did, actually. 
Kohine and Teua burst out laughing. We'll see who's laughing after we shove our tirehas up your kumus. Oh, hey, sounds painful. Not for you guys. So you think you can beat us at next week's competition? No, not think. I know. Well, yous can't beat us if you don't show up. Why do the bad guys always lay out their plans? Kohine shrugs. Teua leaps forward, smacks Rongo in the face, and Aroha lunges at Kohine, who ducks and grabs Aroha by the hips and throws her over his shoulders onto the four guys behind them. Come on, let's cruise. They take off. Aroha, Rongo, and the gang follow in hot pursuit. Kohine and Teua continue up the pathway. There's six others, all carrying long weapons, waiting for them. The six see Teua and Kohine and move to intercept. Oh, shucks. We're dead. Hey, you give in too easy. Just stand your ground. I have an idea. Teua and Kohine have nowhere to escape. If they run into the forest, they'll be easily separated and get picked off. They decide to make a stand. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> Time to see poor Marie. <laughs> Rongo and his henchmen move in for the kill. Thrust our tongues into the ground. Aha! No way! That's Tapu! Yeah, stop that! That would make this whole place Tapu! Yeah, exactly. Now do it! They're our tongues, you wimps! Kohine and Teua close their eyes and thrust their tayaha into the ground. <laughs> Tehua and Kohine can hear the words, but to everyone else, the sound is somewhere between thunder and a million branches snapping and their leaves rustling. The ground cracks all the way to the roots of the trees nearby. The forest pulses. The Taiaha talk through the mycelium tree network. Tai and Aha call out to the trees in the ancient tongue. Rongo and the gang freeze. The trees come alive. A bush grabs one of the gang, shakes him up and spits him back out. He runs off in terror. The roots of another tree grab two others. It rains its acorns down on the pier and then releases them. They flee screaming. The rest of the gang huddle close as the forest pulls back its branches. And as they take off, the branches whip them and trip them as they retreat down the pathway. Teua and Kohine hear a muffled voice. Hey, oh, uh, you can pull us out now. Kohine and Teua look down. Oh, sorry. Teua and Kohine pull the tayaha out of the ground. The forest relaxes. Thanks to you two, we won't be seeing those idiots for a while. Oh, any time. Gee, thanks. You're welcome, Ugly. Thank you. And not just for saving our skins, but you're real. The old stories are true. You don't know how much that changes things. You have no idea. Well, 
if you ever need our help again, um, please try and sort it out yourselves. Yeah. And with that, the Taiaha were gone. On the day of the competition, Kohine and Teua's Taiaha are finally blessed by one of their kaumātua. Just before the names for the Taiaha are revealed, the Tohunga spins Kohine's Taiaha to the four winds. He gives the first Taiaha to Kohine. He gives the second Taiaha to Teua. Kohine and Teua hungi their Taiaha. She looks sadly at her Taiaha, Taipari, and sighs wistfully. Taipari gives her a cheeky wink. Grinning happily, Kohine says to Teua, Come on, let's go kick the crap out of these idiots. Pakikehua, brought to you by Te Wānanga o Aotearoa, with funding from Te Māngai Pāho. <laughs>